This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. The best definition I heard about permaculture recently, just from a good friend, maybe six months ago, after trying to describe it in lots of different ways, is, is this. Um, it's a system of inquiry into relationships. A system of inquiry into relationships. So on lots of different levels, um, you know, and the, the primary relationship that in, in permaculture studies you'd look at is, is how does a forest work? What are the relationships that happen in a forest that make it self-sustaining? And then that little branch of that that I'm, you know, I'm stuck into because I grew up in suburbs and I live in a suburb now is, is how can suburbs transform, be transformed, hopefully, potentially into more self-sustaining um, organisms. And then, so depending on the teacher that you go to, uh, permaculture, there's 12 or 14 principles that have kind of been distilled over the years. Uh, but there's all kinds of associated techniques such as deep mulching and um, diverse plantings, like I said. So my garden has many different stories in it, like a forest does. It's got mushroom layers potentially underneath the soil and um, then the ground covers and then the small bushes. In my case, that's the current bushes and then a full-grown tree. So that, And eventually that tree will, um, the pear tree in the center will kind of be the dominant thing. But when I first planted it, I also planted squash and many of them are also um, just volunteer. So I'm letting my yard move from immature to a mature ecosystem. And depending on its interaction with all the animals and creatures around there, not trying to control like that, like we do in um, industrial agriculture or totalitarian agriculture, as it's been called too. So it's in that way, I become uh, an inhabitant of my suburb, not just someone who lives here, you know, or I'm both contributing and drawing from that garden, contributing to the, the diversity in the area. I feel really connected to the neighborhood in lots of different ways. I was just listening to a podcast yesterday, and there was a fellow on it who's written a book called Just, I think it's something, I think his website is Just Grow It, but I'm not sure what the name of the book is. But he has taken step by step, done a study between the benefits of a home garden and then uh, industrial uh, growing of food. And he said there had never been a full-on study, step by step by step, point by point by point. And it came out that you can produce far more food, far more efficiently, far kinder to the planet in a home garden than you can in an industrial setting, which for some of us sounds right, makes sense. But he said people didn't believe that you could be more efficient and effective uh, with a few hand tools in your yard than you could be with a giant tractor in a field growing for many people. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it was an interesting conversation because he was talking about all the hidden costs that there are in industrial agriculture that aren't translated to the consumer um, and that we don't hear about. So... You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. 
We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.